podcast, Johnson. Listen here, see? It's time for... Guns! Dames! Cigarettes! Hi, welcome to Guns, Dames, Cigarettes. I'm Bill, as always, joined by Scott. That's me. It's you. It's uh, the premier film noir podcast, uh, maybe? (laughs) Oh, yeah. There must be other ones. Let's put it this way. Exclusive. Yeah, it is exclusive that you and I are the only ones who record and listen to it. <laughs> exactly. If you have stumbled onto this, <laughs> what's wrong with you? On a little bit of gold on the internet. <laughs> yeah, fool's gold. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we uh, take turns. We uh, every other Friday, this one happens, and we each take turns picking a movie and. Scott says, oh, let's watch this one, and we watch it and talk about it. And then next time I'm like, oh, let's watch this one I chose. And then we do the same thing over and over again. That and, is uh, so, the description. Yeah. Yes. And it's my, it was my choice this time. Uh, so I chose a movie called Ride the Pink Horse, which was uh, directed by and starring Robert Montgomery, who, uh, to me, in certain camera angles in this movie, I got a James Spader vibe off of his face. Oh, I can that? see that. I can see that, yeah. I didn't get it while I was watching it, but thinking about it, I can. yeah, I can see that. So, he was really good at this, though. He was. Uh, uh, the synopsis from IMDb is short and sweet. Uh, World War II veteran Lucky Gagan, how do they pronounce it in the movie? Gagan? G- Gagan, yeah. Gagan arrives in a New Mexico border town, intent on revenging against mobster Frank Hugo, but FBI agent Bill Retz, who also wants Hugo, tries to keep Gagan out of trouble. That's, Just, that's not inaccurate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it starts off. We have um, Gagan coming into town. I just like the opening credits. Uh, I find it strange. Not, you know, they always list the star before the titles in these older movies. So is like Robert Montgomery. Sure. But it has him as, in giant letters, Lucky Gagan in, in small letters, Ride the Pink Horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you think they were like, are we really going with this as the title? <laughs> he's like, he's like, we're, that title stays or I go. And they're like, I guess so. it small. I yeah. guess. I mean, that's based on a, a book of the same name. Yeah, which is, it's a very odd, it's an odd title because when the pink horse arrives, yeah, I don't feel rep- it was a very, it wasn't like a scene where it, all of a sudden the movie changed. Yes. So uh, it was written by Dorothy B. Hughes, a novel, who also wrote In a Lonely Place. There oh, you go. Fun. Yeah, that's something that if you don't pick that down the road, I probably will, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it starts off, he arrives in the... In that town, and uh, gets at the bus station, sits down, and you know, pulls his gun out, gets it in his coat there. Get the gunner immediately. Thank you. Yep, love it. Yeah, he he has very suspicious, shifty eyes throughout this movie. He is suspicious of everyone, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, also very yeah. jerk, jerky for the most part. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's his own man. It seems he doesn't. Want, you want to want nothing to do with anyone, you see? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he also, I mean, he trusts nobody, so. Yeah. Yeah, so he uh, fumbles around. He has something else. I thought it was a note at first, but it turns out to be a check that he uh, locks in a locker and he hides the key with uh, some gum behind uh, a big map. 
Yeah. And he's on his on his way and trying to find a hotel, and he comes across the what we think are really inconsequential characters at first. The, the some loud man in a carousel, very uh, old school, hangs from strings. I actually read about that. Uh, that was borrowed. It was like a eight, from 1890. It was loaned to hmm. Universal who did this. They like they rented it basically so, yeah. to use in the movie. It was they used in an actual festival. I guess it's used to this day. It's for special yeah. occasions. It's funny because when you look at the horses that are on this thing, it's like I don't think I'd get on one of those. They look very unsafe. <laughs> yeah, I only look, looked at it too long. The string would snap probably. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he asks a couple of the, the local women. He's like looking for a specific hotel, and everyone's like, "It's oh, it's that way." And he's like, "That doesn't help me." Right. He's very much of the speak English. Pretty of. much. Yeah. I think he also, at certain points, uh, people that I, to me, or I think they're supposed to be Mexicans. He keeps referring to in the, as in Native American terminology. Yes. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and the and the the main one, uh, well, the main female character in this wasn't Mexican at all. Yes, definitely not. White lady. Yeah, just but, white lady. And she could speak Spanish. It, it seemed pretty well. Yeah. As long as it made sense, I don't know Spanish very well. Because yeah. if and at first I was like, I was like, why does this twelve-year-old have the hots for him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. she was she was only nineteen, but like. I just assumed it was this like kid who's in like one scene and that's it, but I didn't expect that she'd be an integral part of the movie. And that's uh, is it P- Pila? Pila, yes. And she's like, she has that ratty hair and she's just kind of a mess. She, according to him, doesn't look human, as we'll find out later. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, that's that seems <laughs> fucking rough. It is. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, she looks kind of a little homeless, maybe. Yeah, she's kind of like a loner. It seems too yeah. like she's, people think she's crazy or she's just uh, like a. Um, well, she's yeah. not from there. You yeah, find um, she's yeah, like she, there for a fiesta. Yeah, there's a fiesta, big the big festival happening. Yeah, that's why everyone's there. So he goes to that. Um, he gets to that hotel finally, and so he, no rooms anywhere. The city's booked up because of the the thing happening, but he, is looking for, uh, Mr. Hugo. And so he does, yeah. a, does a little clever thing where he put, you know, has like a fake note and asks the the guy at the counter to put it, see that see he gets to Mr. Hugo, so he just watches what box he puts it in to get the room number, and he goes up. Yeah, it's smart. Well, it's all very smart, yeah. Mm. And the whole time, he's actually he's nice to like the, the bellhop, gives him a big tipper. Well, well the bellhop shows up quite a bit through this movie. Yes, he does. Always getting always getting tipped. That was actually his uh, his real pay. What's 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 going on? Yeah, what's going on right now? What am I looking at here? Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. You're taking your temperature? Mm-hmm. All right, let's find out the, what's what's the ninety-nine. Oh. Well, a... I felt I felt a little meh all day today, yeah. but I felt I felt fine up until when my cat attacked me. Oh. So I'm I'm wondering if uh it's I'm already looking at it. might be. Over the course of this episode, we might uh, listen to the demise of Scott. He's gonna turn. He's gonna literally become Scott the cat for real. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If it happens, it'd just be too bad that our secret underground hider brethren can't be here to witness it. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm like I'm just trying to keep an eye on my temperature. I also took a shower. Yeah, which oh, throws that's... off your temperature. I was like ninety nine point six. Oh, I just took a shower, idiot. Did you yell yikes? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I said. Because <laughs> we're going to be doing this movie. So, anyways, I'm sorry to derail us with. Health. Oh no, it's fine. Yeah, health talk in there a little different. Spice it up. <laughs> so he gets the he gets the letter to the box. Yeah, yep, and, and he, he finds out the room number. Yeah, so yeah. he gets up there. I actually liked. I would have loved to see what the uh, the interior of the hotel looked like in color, because like there was mm. like fancy designs on the doors, and I don't know, it just looked yeah, yeah. A very colorful, like southwestern type thing, probably. Well, you think this is like the nice hotel, right? Yeah, oh, it seemed like yeah. a big ritzy joint. Well, yeah, he, there, so yep. Yeah. So he gets in the room, uh, kind of forces his way past the Hugo's private secretary. It also seems like, by the way, yeah. It's like the whole floor, because there's only one door on that floor. He has to go oh, down that whole hallway. There's no other doors. Private suite. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a big. That's a, a Mr. Hugo thing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he's basically just uh, annoying the the private secretary. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he, has a, he has the barber chair. Yes, he's like, <laughs> yeah. He's barber. Yeah, you get a correct wife. Like, don't have time for a shave or whatever he says, and yeah. Yeah, sucker punches him in the gut, which knocks him out. Yep. And he sits down, and I love that the woman comes in. She looks over and sees that yeah. the secretary's knocked out. She's like, great, thank you. If no one likes yeah. it. Like, and who are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are yeah. you, by the way? Yeah. Let's have a conversation. We'd like a drink. Stay for yes. dinner. Yes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, yeah, at this I point, love too, I love that, which is being overly friendly. She asks if he has a light. And yep. he's like, yeah, it's right over it's there a, on the table. It's over there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she goes to open her purse and like stands up. He's like, "What are you gonna shoot me?" Yeah. What do they even do? They just kind of like, have a quick conversation. He finds out that Hugo is. Uh, like, he answers Hugo the phone. Calls. Yeah. yeah. Hugo calls. He answers the phone and pretends he's the bellhop. Oh, yeah, because he finds out that they won't be back today, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he goes on his way, and that's when he meets uh, Rhett. Works yeah. For Uncle, the old, for Uncle Sam. Yeah, the little older man shows up with yeah. the spectacles. I think I read he looked a lot older than he really was, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm going to find out. Yeah, so he was born in 1899, so he was he would have been about 47, or, 47 or 48. Yeah. I, he looked, I got like a, almost like 60-year-old vibe from this guy. Yeah, I would have said that, too. Yeah. I think he was He's good. Favorite, He's good, though. His dialogue in the movie. Really, yeah. His dialogue's great. He has a great pattern. Yes. And he's just like eating a lot too, which I think is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just it's like he's like a charming kind of guy. Like, sure. and, and from this point of view in the movie, he's he's on like quote the, the wrong side at first because yeah. it's because you know well, we he find doesn't out know what's happening. Yeah, we find out that uh, well, Gagan's there. He wants revenge for uh, Mr. Hugo took out one of his friends, more or less. Yeah, and he's come, he's come right. To get Rets, Rets assumes he's there to kill Hugo. Yes, but Rhett's is and like, he, oh, we're tracking him, too. He's been tracking him for six months. Yeah. It's like, Don't yeah. go messing it up. Right. Yeah, so they, they kind of have a talk, and again, is, uh, Gagan's just weary of him, and like basically like, oh, yeah. no, calls no, him no. Uncle Sam like three times. Yes, he does. <laughs> but we also, we had the cigarette and the dame come into yep. play when, oh, they, right off the bet, they get it all the way. Thank you. Thank you, movie producers. Yes. Appreciate it. So yeah, he uh, he gets a the the bellhop tells him where he can try to find a place to stay overnight since everything's booked up at uh, Trace Violetus, which is a it's like a local bar. Yeah, to dive. 
Yeah. yeah. See, before he goes in, he sees uh, Pila outside again, staring at him. Yeah, what is... So, the Pila character, I, I didn't understand. I mean, obviously, I followed the plot, so... But it, she's, like, saw, like, she's she claims she saw like images of him dead, and so like she's psychic, or I don't, I don't know something. We did forget right when she because she shows him where the hotel is, and she gave yeah. him I forget the name of the charm. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to keep him from like it's supposed to ward off death and bad luck. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work. It does. Yeah. yeah, it works on death, but bad luck, no. Yeah. Um, but I never, I, I didn't get why she cared. I didn't get why she was invested in this person Other that cat. she just met. Hello. Um, she just met him. And he, it, yeah. She just met him, and he's entirely dismissive of her. Oh, very much so. I think she's... So, she's she, they, they play her off as very dumb-witted, too, though. Like, she, like things are going over her head left and right. Well, it's like, yeah, she's, well, she's not educated. Just, uh, yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, she's there anyways, doing her weird eye stare thing. And yeah. I, I do love when she does that, because his response is always like, what are you, what are you staring at? Yeah, like, what's wrong like, with ugh, you? Like, <laughs> like, knock it off. Yeah. Like, you creep, you creep me out. <laughs> so uh, one of my favorite parts was when the, uh, he goes inside, he enters the establishment. And because there's yeah. music playing, everyone's talking, I'll just stop and stare at him. Yeah, like yeah. that. Well, he talks to that one guy and asks the guy. So he's told to ask for Mama, Mama oh, Mia. Mama Mia, yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> yes. Um, and the guy's like, no. And that's when everything stops. Yeah. No, it stopped when he walked in, though. And then he walked over and things kind of started. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they but stop goes, again. Yeah, but yeah. he goes to the bar and he gets a drink. And he, what's he pay with a 20? And the, the bartender's like, I'm going to have change for this. Jerk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's funny, funny. Like, like like this next exchange because this is where Pancho comes in and so he's like, Oh, I'll help you get the change. And the way he does so is just by like making him spend the rest of his money on everyone. Yeah, it's, and he loves it. Oh, he loves it, it's, but it's weird because he just like breaks character suddenly. Yeah. because like, he doesn't trust anyone. He's like, Oh, this guy's just gonna spend my money. Okay. I think it's kinda like he's clearly just with the locals. There's yeah. no one here that's gonna try to that knows him. True. And yeah. and he's like a gangster drinker guy. He likes to party and have fun. So he does drink. It's, it's probably one of the safest places for him in the in the town. Good point. Yeah. And everyone's so like, around on him for everyone. I was thinking at first it might have been some kind of like setup or something, but nope, genuine yeah. genuine friendship occurs from this. Yeah. No, like, Poncho is his best friend now. Immediately, yes. Come stay at Poncho's house. Yeah, his yeah his house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't realize that he was he was the uh, carousel operator until they go back to it. Yep. His same. house is a bed under like a couple of poles with a tarp over it or fabric. Yep. Pretty That's much, salt. it's enough to stop straight down rain. That's like, about it. Without without any wind. Yes. Yes. And. Is it so? She comes back again, right? Pila comes back. Pila comes back while they're sleeping. Well, yeah, because they, they're both shit faced. Yeah, and she's just she's just staring at them. Yes, yes, yeah, she's yeah. something's up. Yeah, but so yeah, she's thinking he's like, ah, oh, just go over in the merry-go-round, leave me alone, and Pancho gets her to to go on. And this is she gets on the pink horse. That's yes. literally the only. Yep. 
reference to the uh, the title of the movie. Yep, and she's quite, she's very happy on the pink horse. Yes, quite literal. Yeah, but she is. Then they just basically go back to sleep, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because yeah. the next morning, uh, Gagan's up shaving. I like how he goes to sleep fully clothed. By the way. Oh yeah, like, and he's up shaving, and he asks Pancho where he got the razor from, and Pancho's like, "Oh, I shaved with that once." Yeah, once. Yeah. It's a very strange thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> and also, did you just pick up a razor and start shaving? That's not hygienic. No. He doesn't seem to care about anything now. Yeah. But that shows she's still around, too. She, uh, this is another weird scene. Yeah, uh, she, finds a, she finds a new bucket, and Poncho's like, oh, it's a sign of good luck when you find a new bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Poncho. Yeah. And this is where, also, uh, when he's talking to her about how she her appearance, and he gives her money to go, quote-unquote, make herself look human. And the, and she, her dialogue is a little painful. It's kind of like the, I not look human? Yeah. Kind of dialogue, you know, like, eh. But, I mean, the, the rat's nest she had on her head was something. Yeah. And then and he's, like, making fun of her dress, and it turns out it was, like, her grandmother's dress, and she's, like, loves it, and it's like, Jesus, buddy. But he's still, and, like, bah. Yeah, it's just like everything you wear just looks like a bunch of shit. Go change. If you had, I think, if you had taken the I hate scene, you. you take some money and go get my new crap, you ugly broad. If you had taken the scenes where it's just them talking and inserted some, like, lighthearted music, this could have been, like, comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Very dark comedy. <laughs> dark comedy. Well, you like, later on when they're, when they're having dinner together, too. It's just Because yeah. it's like, it, it almost seems like some kind of, like, follies are happening. Well, yeah, it's like he's with like, a cave woman half the time. <laughs> True, yes. <laughs> like fire, fire friend. Yeah. yeah so he, he uh, goes back. Gagan uh, goes back, and he gets in to see Hugo. Yeah. And at I, first, I was like, "What I the hell?" Love Hugo. Yeah. So now, if you haven't, and anyone listening, go to his name in the movie. The actor's name is Fred Clark. Uh, look at his picture on Wikipedia. You'll know him probably. It is, well, it's a, it's an awesome picture. It really is with the cigar. Yes, it just yeah. look, it's like a stereotypical fifties mean boss. Yep, He's, he is Jay Jonah Jameson before he existed. Yes, good point. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we meet him, and at first I was like, "Why the hell did he answer the phone like that?" I didn't realize it was a nineteen forties hearing aid. Yeah, but even that, even that, I didn't understand the phone system. So he picks it up and it automatically goes to his hearing aid. The fuck, what magic is this? Movie, movie magic. It's a little weird, but yeah, but it works. So hey, no, it's cool looking too because he holds it like upside down. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. A little weird. Oh yeah, he's always yes. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You notice his tie that he wears later too, like sunburst on it. Yeah. yeah. I just imagine, like, the colors, like, if this was colored, that would have been something else interesting. Like, his, like, what would he wear? Oh, there's a club scene in this movie that would have been pretty cool looking, too. Because I would imagine it's for the fiesta. It would have been very colorful. Yes. Yeah. But alas. Was not to be. Yeah, so it's basically, to, to summarize it, something uh, Hugo had shorty killed because he was going to blackmail him with uh, some kind of check. I guess I can look yep. at the... It, it but, was tax fraud. It's proof of tax fraud. Yeah, and Hugo needed that check back to clear his to, to be in the clear, right? And he didn't. Yeah, have he it. didn't. He, he's hey, Hugo was right. He killed Shorty because it's never going to end. There's no way Shorty doesn't have a copy of it. 
Yep. He's just going to come back again and again and again for more, and he's going to be paying him forever. So you're messing with like a mob guy. Fuck you. Yeah. Pretty much. But now uh, Gagan has it. Not with him. Not with him, and he asked for 30000 bucks, twice as much as Shorty asked for. Yes, which I read in today's money would be about $360,000. Well, there's a yeah. Was it? You think it's dollars or pesos? Uh, dollars. They said dollars. Okay. I mean, they're in New Mexico. They're still in the states. Yeah, the bar used pesos. All right, take it easy. I was very confused. <laughs> but yeah, but he he agrees that it's worth a shot, like to to trust him that he'll give him the check it's and not kind, have a copy. Oh, kinda. Well, that's what he says. That's what he says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just playing the scene, not what <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so they, they agreed to meet in public the next evening. Yeah. Because, you know, for, you know, it's a smart move on Gagan's part to do that. Keep in mind, by the way, I'm, I'm pretty confident he bumps into Pila 30 times between now and then and insults oh, her. Yeah. Well, he does <laughs> when he comes back downstairs. Well, Brett's is talking yeah. to her at first. Yeah. And she's, she's getting all done up. But it's when he sees her, he's like, what happened to you? Like, what's wrong with you, basically? You can do no right. What'd you do? She can, she can do no right. Yep. So they uh, they end up having lunch. Ugly broad. Like, you wasted my money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weird. But, but she tries to refuse it. She tries to yeah, refuse it. That's his fault. I don't... And, and it, he's a jerk. Oh, he's very jerk. He's truly a... Yeah, he's truly just an asshole. So why, why does she... Yeah, why does she stick around? And he's married. Or at least... He's, well, he tells yeah, he tells Poncho that he's married, but she's with someone else who has money, right? Going offline, or you're offline? Something's happening with the internet, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, you froze up on my end too. It went from freezing. I just heard you going. <laughs> I was not doing that, but um, I'm going to keep it in the show. He says he, has, he says he has a he has a girl back home who's yeah, but, cheating on him, but he doesn't blame the guy because the guy has more money than he does. Yeah, which is that's healthy, yeah, but. Right. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, to leave Pila alone. Why are you toying with her affections? By telling her she's ugly. <laughs> yeah. So this is where my... my you stop little, teasing that woman. I know it's got a little scattered here. So they have their lunch, and... Uh, the, well, yeah. I don't have her name. What's, what's the woman's well, name? Uh, I'd have to look it up, but his girlfriend, basically. Is it Carla? Um, it is... Um, Marjorie, it's Marjorie. Marjorie, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he, he says the money's not ready yet. Well, well, she's it's trying to talk to, into him, but talk him into like helping scam so they can both make a bunch of money too. Well, <laughs> yeah. So he goes to the table. I like this scene because I like that because it's oh, it's all the bad guys sitting at a oh, table. Oh, I thought earlier though, Marjorie sees them at lunch and he makes oh, he makes shit. I'm and sorry, you're right. Yes. And he makes Pila like go over there. And so they can talk for a minute. Yeah. Oh right. He brings he brings Pila to like the hotel restaurant. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's... yeah. I'm sorry. I got out of order. Yeah. Oh, because he's a very insulting too. Is like assuming she doesn't know how to read and orders for both well, of them. She knows and she's like very indignant. Like, I know how to read. Yeah. I'm just Asshole. stupid. I'm just otherwise stupid. I'm just stupid and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I also like earlier. Oh, yeah. Just totally not ugly, of course. No. Like, 
Mm. Or like how early in the movie, like when she's first, like when Poncho, he and Poncho leave the bar drunk and she's there and he's like, oh, she's too skinny. You need a fat princess. Oh, oh yeah. He's going on about <laughs> fat women. <laughs> I love Poncho. Yeah, Poncho's a great character. He had a, that was, uh, what was his name? Thomas Gomez. He was uh, nominated for an Academy Award. He was, a, he was really good at it. I mean, he's he, first, he has he has a couple of key scenes in this movie. Yeah, best supporting actor. He, best he was nominated for best supporting actor. He didn't win, but is the first Latino to get that honor. <laughs> good for him. Um, um, so they're having yeah they're having the lunch and uh, bad guy trouble guys girlfriend comes down. Yeah, but at first it seems like a sincere like let's both screw him over. She she misses she's trapped in there because he doesn't yeah. give her money, right? And, and she wants to double the money that he's asking for. Yes, yeah. and then then figure out other ways to scam him so they can keep getting money from him forever. Yeah, basically exactly what he said would happen. Yeah. <laughs> right, yep. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And Gagan's like, nah, no thanks. Yeah. And yep. So and, and takes, then she takes it. Yep, and so I think we then we go to the uh, the next scene. Well, he the the, the big uh, fiesta is happening. They actually show like the giant float that they're going to burn an effigy. They mentioned that's yeah. like I forget the name of the the entity, but it's the that's the you know that's the the bad luck well, guy. So, yeah. But it, they make it was supposed to look like uh, Hugo because he was oh, a bad really? guy in the movie. Yeah, they, there were supposed to be similarities in their in their appearances, and I, I could see that oh, you know, the, the male pattern baldness and. The hearing, the hearing aid. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I really. I mean, obviously, he's a very bad man, but uh, he was played perfectly. Yeah, and this is one of his first roles. Oh, was it now? As well. Yeah, yeah. He started acting kind of not late. He was only like thirty. <laughs> he was only thirty he in this. Get out he of here. was born in nineteen fourteen. Oh, so he was wow. He was like thirty three. Yeah. Jeez. I actually like how they... Died, they he died at 54 in almost 1970, so... Huh. Yeah. I wonder if someone decided, like, don't give him a wig or a hat. Like, leave that bald spot, because that adds to his prickery in this movie. Oh, absolutely. And he was a, he would guest on things. So the Wikipedia has it, but uh, he was on The Twilight Zone. He was on oh. Beverly Hillbillies, The Addams Family, I Dream of Jeannie. Which uh, Twilight Zone so, episode was he on? Does it say? It doesn't say. Say, I don't think I might look it up anyway. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, he, he's one of those guys. If you saw, if you see his face, it's like, oh yeah, like <laughs> like I've seen you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. he he has, the, he's, yeah. a most unusual camera. If anyone's oh yeah, is he, I think he's the salesman, isn't he? Uh, it just says Chester Dietrich. Mm. I'm not sure the. Uh, he looks definitely looks older. I don't know, but his uh, no cigar. One of his last one of his last movies was "I Sailed to Tahiti with an All Girl Crew," playing Generous Josh. Oh, oh my! Sounds like a stag film to me. But what do I know? It does yeah, yeah. So um, so I so we're all we're all derailed. So he's at the club, and he says though that the money's not there yet. So just go wait over by the bar. Yes. And yeah. I, I love the dialogue because she's like, "Oh, just have a seat and have dinner with us." Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "I'd rather Mr. Gagan wait at the <laughs> bar." You <laughs> say, "Oh, why does this woman who?" Yeah. I also like. I don't know if it's on purpose, but even like the way he eats his steak is just like 
yeah. you can't stand it. There is actually there's one there's one part where he he eats his fork down to his mouth. But there's nothing on his fork at all. Oh, <laughs> and I laughed. Well, yeah. Go back. Yeah, yeah. Under his breath, he's like mm, invisible. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, God damn it, I'm sick of eating this crappy food. Yeah. <laughs> so it shows so that yeah, she, she gets in the dance. Yeah. And it, yeah. at first you're thinking, oh, she's just doing this to piss off Hugo. Sure. Why is she trying to convince him to, about the deal? Yeah. yeah. But it's a, it's a, it turns out to be a, a big setup, or at least a pretty clever setup, too. I didn't I thought, see it coming, really. Uh, me either. I thought, like, yeah, she's, she's going to try to get away with him or get him on her side to, to screw him out of more money. Yeah, she gets yeah. him into a back a back room. No, it's outside. Uh, it's like, like is it, a, is it a, oh yeah yeah yeah, but it's, yeah. it's at the back door. Back yeah, it's door. like a back like a dark area. Yes. Um, and to to talk about yeah. the plan, and nope. then uh, but she's like something something bad's gonna happen to you. Like I heard he he got some guy <laughs> to get you. Literally, it's gonna happen yeah. right now. And he's just kind of <laughs> like like who. Stab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you just see the hand with a knife. And then she's yeah. running back inside. But then Rhett yes. pops out of nowhere. He, he follows, follows Gagan. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why he takes such a fancy to him. I guess he thinks he can, he's going to help him get Hugo some way, somehow. Yeah. Well, Hugo's there and Gagan's there. There's something afoot. And he yeah. doesn't want Gagan to kill Hugo. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's pretty good. Alex, right. he's just like, you want to dance? Yeah. <laughs> He's not buying that for a second. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he goes like, out with his little flashlight. And... Yeah, two thugs are down. One's dead. Yep. And the other one's just unconscious, or I forget what his, his deal is. He's unconscious, but. You never really see him again. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, so Ritz calls the cops over there and they're trying to find Gagan. Yeah. <laughs> The two, the two like beat officers come over. This is fucking terrible 1940s cop uniforms. Yes. Let's look at the cars. He <laughs> might be hiding in one of the cars. Follow the blood. And then who shows up? Pila. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's but, hiding like in like bushes. Except his hand. Couldn't get his hand <laughs> in those bushes. <laughs> yes, his bloody. Pretty obvious. Hand. Bloody hand sticking out. It doesn't make sense though, because when she goes over and finds him, he's like laying face down on the ground. So how'd the hand? Yeah. How does it work? I don't know. Yeah, it's physically not too possible. Maybe nope. it was like ambidextrous. Yeah. 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 That's so not she, ambidextrous. Double jointed yeah. is the word I'm thinking. Yeah, ambidextrous. Hey, oh, you can yeah. bleed from he both can, hands? Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah, yeah so Pila has him. Now, I don't, know what she, I don't know what she does exactly. She pulls a knife out, but she does like a tourniquet, but like it's in his shoulder, so I'm not sure what how that works. Um, it's like... Yeah, she rips the cloth and like wraps it around him somehow. I don't know. But the the coat never comes off. You never see anything. So yeah, I don't, she, I don't she brings the poncho. He's like, "Oh, you did a good job." But what? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. Did she just like yeah, did she, did she stuff the cloth into the wound? Maybe. Ugh. About that. <laughs> but he, he he looks like he's in pain for sure. But I love it. he just keeps going tighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this scene coming up, well, the you know Pancho's helping him out, and two thugs come along. And this is when Pancho's operating his yeah, go around with, yeah. the, the children on it. Yeah, and so they they hide. You know, she gets Pila gets on one of the things and hides Gagan in, in the one of the, the little like two seater. Yeah, 
Yeah, Sarasota. smart move. A smart move, but they come over and start questioning Poncho, and they just beat the shit out of him in front of the kids. Oh, yeah. The, the kids look genuinely horrified. I know. I was uncomfortable watching it. I, 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 I Well, the first, they show the merry-go-round kind of going around and around with the kids, and the kids are all happy, right? Yes. And you can see the two guys walking. And I was trying to figure out, is this all being filmed at once, or is, is there, are they like blowing up the scene of the guys working, walking behind them? I couldn't figure it out. If it was, you know what I mean, all happening at the same time or two yeah. different scenes put together. But, dude, as soon as they punch Poncho the first time, because yeah. Poncho gets the shit knocked out of him. Oh, he does, yeah. And those kids look genuinely horrified. Yes. I, I feel pretty sure no one was told this was going to happen. I think it was genuine when they ran away to when the ride stopped. I, I would have. Yeah. <laughs> They're like little kids. Yeah, this guy, looks... he's getting the crap knocked out of him. He's getting kicked while he's down. Mm-hmm. Brutal. Yeah, Brutalized. It was like from a cinematography point of view, they show like it's a point of view of like looking at one of the kids with the beating happening yeah. behind him as they go by. You can see the hand coming up and raining down. And then, yeah, oh. yeah. I I thought one of the kids was going to genuinely cry. Yeah. What it's if uh, what if off camera there was the director had like was pointing a gun at the kids and it's like look upset. <laughs> He has, their, he has their puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look upset if Rex gets it. But no, Mister, so, I don't even want to be in this movie. <laughs> you're, you're in it. Yeah. Not paying either. <laughs> so, but Pancho will not stay where where Gagan is. I like he's even like Gagan. Who's Gagan? Well, I don't think he didn't know his name. I know, but I love he's just like, he knows what they're looking for, though. I just love he's like, what? Man. What if he's like, oh, that's his name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the guy over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the... He's the worst friend ever. Yeah. <laughs> no, Poncho's very loyal. Loyal for knowing someone for 24 hours, maybe. I... Who's an asshole? Yeah. Gagan's not likable. Well, he was decent enough with Poncho. Probably because they got drunk together. I guess. But he even sees how he treats Pila. It's like, he's kind of an ass. And he's obviously right. into crime. Yeah, he is. Poncho's just like, that hey, was, my best friend. You bought me a drink once. That was a, that was a cut scene. He's just in passing with somebody's like, I'm really into crime. And I <laughs> another scene. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So, um, yeah, Poncho gets knocked down, but he gets back up again. Yep. Chumbawamba. Yeah. Hey. Yep. He, he shuts it right off. Kids scatter. Very upset. Traumatized yep. for life. I was very upset. I might be a little traumatized. No, no me too. I was like, oh, this is going on too long. Oh, yeah. And then they kick him when he's like down. You're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. What happens from here? Because I... I stopped taking notes after that. I was too upset to take notes any further. That was the Academy Award nomination, by the way, because they really beat the crap out of him on set and threatened to sue (laughs) unless he's nominated. um, Pila gets him out of there because they know it's not safe for him there now. They're going to get him on a bus to uh, to wherever she lives at first, right? Yeah, but that's not for for hours. Oh, oh, wait, wait. No, they go to... Do they go... They go go to the bar. The bar first. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, the bus isn't ready. 
Yeah. So they go to the bar to hide out, and the the bartender, of course, recognizes them uh, and puts them like in a back room, and they put the hat on them. Yep. Great disguise. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> it would, it works for like a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but also, point, he, he's dying. Oh yeah, he's out of it. Yeah. You hear oh, that? No. He's like he's. <laughs> Gross. He's um, I mean he, he's <laughs> you sort of deserve it. He's absolutely like hard. He can barely walk, barely keep hey. his eyes open. Yeah, just drenched in sweat, lost a lot of blood. Oh, Scott's frozen up again, ladies and gentlemen. You there? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm here. Did I freeze I up in your ear? Is is the is the Wi-Fi in the air? Is it loose? Do you have to adjust the air? <laughs> I work at home and I have no problem all day, so I'm gonna say it's probably not me. But I well, bloody <laughs> I'm just saying. But um, but yeah, so there, he's trying to hide out. Peel is trying to help him hide out in yep. the bar, and then those two guys come in. Well, no, it's it's uh it's the woman Marjorie and one of the thugs. Oh, you're right. Yes, oh, unless that's how you refer to a man and the woman in the forties as two guys. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it was a different time. Well, the shoulder pads were quite large on her dress. That's right. Um, yeah, they they go gone. to the back room. No, no, they uh, they go to the back room, and the thug goes to check them out, and Pila smashes them over the head with the bottle. Oh, right. And they make their getaway. Then they go to the bus station, and she plops yeah. them on the bus, but even though it's still a long time away. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what was happening here, and then she doesn't stay with them. Well, I think that's they don't really have that's probably the safest place I guess they could think of to go is just the way at the bus station. Yeah, but I don't know why she doesn't stay with them. She wants to oh, I think she wants to try to get the tickets as soon as possible to make sure they get out because she's oh. she's asking for the ticket man and he's at the festival show. She goes looking for him there. Yeah. And then it's kind of a strange scene uh Gagan kinda of, is he is like hearing certain voices that he comes to and he's stumbles and makes his way back to the uh, to Hugo's room. Well, if he goes to the fiesta first. Oh yeah, he stumbles through the like fiesta. Stand, you, yeah, you can see the blood spot spot on his coat, which I thought was nice, like yeah. a nice, you know, yeah, consistency. Kept, yeah. Yes. Um, and she goes running out. She finds him missing and goes running after mm-hmm. him to try to find him, but he's gone in the crowd. Yep. Yeah, but and yeah, then he, he, he goes a... to yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. So he has enough of a, a mindset to get up to the room, even though he's. He's like, yeah. he's like, a, I'd say he's like living like a day earlier, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of weird, but I like how it's played. So, but yeah, but she catches up with them in the hallway. Yeah, going into already, Hugo's room. It's too late. The door opens up, and the little gangster with the guns there. But Hugo's smart. He's like, he's, he's like, put the gun away. He's he's out of it. He's, he's harmless, really. Yeah, because he's he's thinking, oh, maybe he has a check, and I can just get it back from him and be done with the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, we didn't mention that he has given the check to Pila. Oh, right. Earlier. When the, he uh, gives it to her, he doesn't tell her what it is. He just says, hold on to it prior to being this out of it. Yes. That is true. That's very important. Yeah. But they bring him in and they're trying to, you know, ask him, like, pretend, like, oh, just go along with it. Yes. Here's the money in my hand, my empty hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. He even asks. He asks for fifty thousand. No, thirty thousand. Like he's trying to remember. Yeah, yeah. Like what he said before. 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's very strange. But I loved Hugo's playing along with it. Like, yeah. sure. Like, yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. So they, they kind of rough him up. And then, again, another uncomfortable scene. One of the guys that's slapping Pila around. Yeah, and, and Hugo tells him to keep going. Yeah. And the, the guy, yeah. like, he's like, you work her over. And he's like, you can't wait. He's like, yes. Yeah. You see, you see this broad she's been staring at everybody for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give her what for. Yeah, no, it's rough. Yeah. But Pila won't talk either. Yeah. Well, they want to know what the check is. Yeah, and then Rhett's busts in. Because, of course, he's trailing Gigan. Yeah. Gigan. It's everyone's and I, lo- I love this. I love Rhett's. He's, it's one dude, little old dude with a gun. Yeah. And we're just like, ah, fuck. Yep. Hands up. What I like too Everyone is just freeze. he's frisking him. He like knocks Hugo's hearing it out of his ear too. Yeah, like, that very, was great. Very purposely. Yeah. Oh yes. And then he's he's pointing his gun at everybody, and he even tells her like, "It's okay. Come on over here. Well, you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, I got it. Uncle Sam to save the day. Yes. I have no backup, by the way. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, you're all going to jail. I'm going to figure out what's happening here and finally bust you. Yeah, but and I, I think Hugo is trying to try to, try to get uh, Gagan to give him the check. And he's like, hey, what are you? Yeah, give me the check. You're, uh, you're going to get so much money and all this stuff. And right. uh, he hears, I think he's, he sees Gagan talking and assumes he's, because he seems like he's, like Hugo thinks he's he a he sees like, the check. He sees yeah. Pila pull out the check and hand it to Gagan. And he's, and he's like, like, oh, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because, uh, yeah, uh, Russ is like, like, you can't hear what, what you're saying, which is so he. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as they, like, very slowly, Gagan, like, hands it to Rhett. It's like, aha, in your face. Yeah. Now, I don't think he did, but it would have been funnier if Hugo had a cigar in his mouth and then it just, like, fell yeah, out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He deflates pretty fast. He does, and that's pretty much it. Then the next, it's like the next day, and they're having it's Rhett's and Gagan having breakfast, right? Uh huh. And it's the same thing. It's yeah. Rhett's is sloppily eating. He's like, it's like, sorry, I'm eating with my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he literally says this. Blubbering. Yep. <laughs> Gagan's all fixed uh, up, arm in a sling. Yeah, I think it's supposed to have been a few days. You don't think this was like two hours later? No, I think it's a few days later. <laughs> I think but it's he's funny. like going to be taking the bus with rats. Yeah, but he's I'm like, thinking too. On the bus. I forgot to mention earlier, like when the uh, he gets injured, it didn't make sense at first. Give him a drink, but they keep giving him alcohol. He's lost yeah. blood, and they keep just filling him with alcohol. So he's like shit faced. Yeah, he's not feeling the pain. Yeah, but he's even more out of it because of it. I think. Oh, probably yeah. I think it's just funny that there's just, you know, it was a constant stream. Don't, don't that's fall asleep. Pox. Oh, no, stay awake. That's Pox's medicine. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, he, I, I don't even know why Rhett's really digs into him about Pila. Like, yeah. Like, what are you going to say to the girl? Yeah. What are you going to say? Like, hey, uh, uh, buddy. Like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Lay out. Oh, yeah. Be interesting. I'm going to go follow you. I want to see what you say to her. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. I, I didn't get it. It's funny. It's just, yeah. it's not a funny movie. No. <laughs> so it's just like, what is happening at the end of this movie? It seems going to fit his character, I'd say. I guess. 
I would just be like, "Will you fuck off? I'll meet you later." Jesus. <laughs> so he meets he meets Pila. Yeah. And they say their goodbyes. Yeah. Well, he says goodbye to Pancho first, and when he sees Pila, he's like, "I was just saying goodbye to Pancho. See you later." And he was. Yeah, it's one of those things where he's supposed to really love her, and she loves him, and blah blah blah. Even um, though there's like it's hard to say goodbye. He was thirty-seven, maybe. Even though her entire experience with him is patching him up after getting stabbed while trying to steal money from a criminal in a town two days after he arrives, after being blackout drunk the day before. Yep. That's the man. I love him. Oh, Don't forget all, all the ratings, too. And says, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, not, you don't look human. Yeah. Thank you. I love you, too. But I, but I love him. <laughs> it's very strange. But uh, he goes. Doesn't look yeah. back, but he does leave. At the end, she's like telling stories in Spanish, like excitedly and laughing. Well, I think she's now like accepted by everyone. She seemed to be an outsider before. Yeah. Now, the locals are, she's in. She's one of the cool kids. Yeah, I guess. She doesn't live there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What it would have yeah, been. Yeah, the, the end. What if as they're walking away, they show like a shot of like, you know, Retz and Gagan like walking past the camera, like, and it's, you know, it's on either side of their shoulders. In the background, you see just Pancho's getting beaten up again for some reason. <laughs> it's like a, a regular occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just Pila beating up Pancho. Pancho screaming, don't leave me alone with her. Yeah. <laughs> she's too skinny. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's too skinny. So that was the end, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of strange. It's a strange movie. He goes there for revenge, and I guess in a sense he gets it, but not the kind that he wanted. Oh, he walks away with no money. I mean, I I guess mean he gets the satisfaction. going to jail. Yeah, but he wanted to kill him, obviously. Yeah, I, I don't know. he's. It's like though. You look. He's kind of like a changed man by the time he leaves. You know. Yeah, barely. It's kind of how I took it. Like the love of the love of Pila changed him. <laughs> barely. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, barely. I don't know. I don't know. It's. Oh, you're breaking up on me, everybody. You, you, you too. I'm sure the, re- the recording going to sound like a robot was laughing. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, it's apologies to, uh, yes, uh, it's the internet's fault. Blame the quarantine. That's right. So, that was it. We did it. We did it. That was, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, no one. He was somebody... great. I thought he was really good in this movie. Who? Uh, Robert Montgomery? Robert Montgomery, yeah. I thought he was very good. Uh, and, and also, uh, directing, I think this was his first uh, directing part. Oh, was it? And it's a good-looking movie. It's very minimal. Minimal sets. There aren't very many scenes. They reuse yeah. the same sets a lot. Um, but it works pretty well, I, I, I thought. I thought he was very good in it. She's fine... She gets a little bit better um, as it goes along when she starts to help him after he's wounded. Yeah, it, it's it's a little rough. The Pila <laughs> character is kind of hard to take sometimes. Not just who she is, but seeing like a white woman playing a Mexican and yeah, it was it was a little rough. You know, different time, obviously. Uh, and it's not it's not really disparaging against Mexicans at all. It's more. Yeah, it's, her it's, personally. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like you know they're not playing the up stereotypes, I would say. 
No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I mean, Poncho. I mean, his name's fucking Poncho. Um, <laughs> you know, and he's a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but he's a nice guy. And he's loyal. You know, he's a good he's a good friend to him. Uh, yeah. Throughout the movie, I thought he was really good, Poncho. Um, you know, the the woman that played Marjorie, she's fine. Yeah. Uh, and to me, the standout guy in this is, is Hugo. Uh, I, I love that character in the, he's very big city, uh, like big city tough guy. And I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Like the no nonsense, like smooth talker. Like he could yeah. get, I was with the cigar, get out of a situation if he had to. Yeah. He just doesn't understand like why, why is everyone a sucker to do what I do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, look at me. I'm eating steak every night. You're eating like, you know, glass. <laughs> uh, I, I liked him a lot. And when he showed up, I went, "Oh, that guy!" And I was like, "Oh, he's always a kid." I've seen him in stuff. Yeah. So, what made you pick this movie? Uh, uh, the title caught me. It was in. It was in the book I read. Um, the name I can't think of right now. Into the Dark, the film noir book. Yep. I was like, oh, it just seems a little different. Okay. And, you know, it, it took place outside. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't in like you know the big city, for one thing, and. Right, it just had like a different, different feel, different vibe to it. I mean, you, you still had some. For some of the... reason, when you when you brought it up, yeah, and you described it briefly, the last one, I walked away from the conversation. I think maybe I was just tired, um, but I walked away from the conversation thinking it was going to be more like a film noir western. Well, I saw it also listed. There was a website that listed some like western type movies, not like western westerns, but there was some like blending yeah. of. of styles and this was definitely more I mean, film, there's film a carousel with horses yeah i think it's, it must be more the setting it was like a it took place in the southwest yeah it wasn't like yeah. in, it wasn't new york or los angeles or chicago so, so that was at least i always dreaded this movie a little a little bit um because like, oh, i i loathe westerns and i was like oh, oh god this is gonna if this is even remotely a western i'm gonna be like Oh, I fucking hate you. Good but I'm not Western at all. Delighted. Yeah. No. <laughs> start, start a Western podcast then. <laughs> I like we'll join it. That's fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> got the horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's guaranteed horse uh, every one. I said, the only thing I was surprised about there was uh, no guns were fired. There was a gun, but it wasn't shot. Yeah. Well, we yeah. didn't have guns. Dave's and cigarettes. We did, yes. The so, important uh, part, right? What's that? The important part. Yes. Podcast bingo. Yes. Yeah. How would you uh, rate this movie? Um, I would give it a six. Uh, six. I I liked it. Six what's? Uh, oh, uh, I would absolutely six poncho punches. Oh, nice. Uh, out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, you know, it's not a great movie, but I think it, it was a fine movie. Um, I like the look. The direction of it was was nice. Uh. Everyone in it's competent, pretty good. Yeah, uh, definitely a different plot, you know, than than others uh, that we've come across, which you know sometimes are similar-ish. Yeah, um, this is kind of its own thing. I still don't understand certain aspects of it, <laughs> um, like why Pila cared or, or why Poncho is his best friend now. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like he was there for a year, you know. Yeah, uh, which is not the case, but. Looking past some kind of logic loops, um, yeah, I think six is the fair rating for it. I, I give it the same. I give it uh, six 
Hugo uh, Angry Faces. Oh, he's good at him. He is. <laughs> yeah, but again, yeah, uh, I really enjoyed it. Was uh, I like Rets and I like Hugo. I, I think Gagan was, was was fine. He was uh, and Pancho was great too. But yeah, it was it wasn't. Uh, Robert Montgomery is really good at the sass back. Oh no, he definitely is. But I think maybe there might have been a little too much for me. Like he was a little bit too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Something like this. everything was just like what? Like I just looked at you, sir. Nah. Fuck you. <laughs> no, it, it was. No, it was. Look at someone else. Like you said, it was a uh, different. It, it sounded like it would be different, and it was. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Different setting, you know, different, a little bit of a different story. Like no one really gets killed, which you know, one person gets killed, and it's like a person. well, the, yeah, you don't even know who it is. Yeah, it's just something like a not really background it's guy. Like a, it's like I a thug know. from out of town. Yeah, you, like, you see like a, a lump and a shadow on the ground, and that's the dead guy. Yeah. Yep. I don't think any lessons were really learned from this. I mean, I guess Gagan kind of eh, not, really, not really got a moral lesson. He just, yeah, I think he was too injured to fulfill his revenge destiny that he wanted to. And this is the next yeah, best thing. I mean, he fair. he's not a hero in this by any means. No. No, he's, no, he's a bad guy. He's really. a bad guy. If anything, Retz is the hero. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, he, he's like a secondary character, and he saves the day. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what I get. I I enjoyed it. So. Do you do you have a uh, choice? Uh, I do. Oh, I what do. do you, have, yeah, I know. What do you have? Um. So so next week, well not next week, two weeks, uh, from now, will be. My, I don't know if you've seen this or not. It's my favorite Alfred Hitchcock. Um. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh. It's Strangers on a Train. I haven't. Seen it, so I now I get to oh, see it now. Awesome, yeah. It's 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 in my top tier of movies. It's definitely my favorite Hitchcock. Okay, and you brought it up before with, uh, it has... with Farley Granger, um, who we've done movies with before, and um, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I Great know it from uh, from his daughter, Pat Hitchcock. Okay, I know it. I know it because of uh, Throw Mama from the Train. That's where I know it from. I mean, I, as an adult, I'm aware of his existence, but that's where I first heard about it. So and, yeah. I can, and I can tell you all the about the tragic story about one of the lead actors. So there you go. Oh, a sad story coming up. Great. All right, then. Oh, well, yes. Uh, it's horribly sad. Oh, boy. Darker than usual? Yeah. All right, until next so time, we're done. we are done. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. tuning in if you tuned in. And uh, I'll see you in two weeks. And uh, in the meantime, don't go to New Mexico for revenge because I get stabbed in the back and yeah. get saved by Uncle Sam. America's playing Mexicans will stare you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you might get beaten if you operate a carousel. It's <laughs> all true. Bye. Bye. Guns. Games. Cigarettes. 